Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to introduce to you Tiffany Anderson. She's the CEO of Tiffany Anderson Brands, which include Jave Gold and Salts Alive. Tiffany, welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty. Thank you, Jody. I'm really excited to be here. It was nice to meet you in New York for the first time meeting you there, so I'm excited to do this with you. Yeah, we're so excited. And, um, you know, for our listeners, we've done work with Tiffany um, through Base Beauty, and my team loves working with her and her team, and they actually all say hi, Tiffany. They wanted to make sure I gave them a shout out to you. Oh, absolutely. Tell me, said hi. So um, let's start with something easy. Um, what does a typical day look like for you, Tiffany? Oh, gosh. Okay. A typical day for me would be anything from answering the phone to taking up the trash, negotiating international deals. Um, you know, as the owner, you wear multiple hats, so it just it never ends. You do whatever needs to be done 24-7. So that's pretty much what my day looks like, pretty much whatever it calls for. I'm, as the owner, you know every piece of your company, so you just pick up wherever needs to be picked up. And do you have any like reservations or resentments around having to do all those types of tasks? Do I have any reservations about doing all those types of tasks? Yeah. Um, no, not at all, because it's, this is my brainchild, you know. Um, I love what I do. I love my work. And so no matter what it calls for, if it's editing, if it's design, whatever it's going to be, if I need to step in and help with a project, um, I'll absolutely do so. The good thing is, you know, I do have a great team, so I don't have to do as much as I used to do, but um, I don't have any reservations doing it. You know, you just, when you love your work, it doesn't feel like you're working, you know, a hundred hours a week, even though you are. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually kind of timely that you mentioned like the taking out the the trash kind of idea, because Today, uh-huh. I'm just getting, like, really frustrated with having to do something that I, like, I felt like I've, I've done a thousand times before yeah. and um, feel really ready to not be a part of it. And for whatever reason, the universe yeah. is um, putting it in front of me today. And I'm resentful of it. Like, I'm frustrated. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, this task, right? Um, I have to, but... Um, wow, yeah. I, you know, Joey, it's funny you say that because... Just recently, I have kind of felt like that. I'm not going to lie. As the owner, you start to get to be a little bit resentful because you're tired. You know, it's it's hard raising up companies to this level, you know. And so you're human. You're not a superhero. You want to pretend like you are sometimes and you can do everything and you will do everything, right? Because you're the owner. But there are definitely days where I'm like, you know, I want a vacation too. <laughs> I want a day off too. I'm not going to lie. It gets a little frustrating sometimes and you get a little bit resentful, but I always try to put myself in check and remember this is such a blessing to be here and have this opportunity and do the things that I'm doing. And if everyone could do it, you know, they would, but this is not an easy thing to do. So I think that um, it really takes a super strong dedication of someone who's willing to sacrifice so much of themselves, their family, their life, and unfortunately, sometimes even your health gets a little bit sacrificed, but always trying to recenter and rebalance what your purpose is and your reason, and don't let those things that get us down overwhelm us. 
you have to keep going forward at the end of the day. Right. I guess what I'm, I'm hearing from you is if I refocus on my gratitudes, right? Like I get to be my own boss. I have no one breathing down my throat. So who cares that I have to like call the messenger or, you know, whatever it is um, <laughs> that's like annoying to me at this point. Um, does it really yeah. matter? Is it really worth getting all like angry about it? That's absolutely the truth. And thank you for that reminder because it is true. And I absolutely have felt that. But I, like you said, I try to go back to the attitude of gratitude and remember what the purpose is. Right. And you know what? I guess if I had a full-time job and I did have a boss breathing down my throat, I have a lot more resentments <laughs> than like calling yeah. the messenger. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely true. We'd be resenting a lot of other things for sure. Um, so let's just, um, you know, switch topics. Um, you know, anytime I've spoken with you, you've um, shared how um, brave you've been through really challenging circumstances. And um, on your website, you call it turning tragedy into triumph. And you've done that several times over. Um, I'm sure it's painful and challenging, but would you share details of these strategies, these tragedies with us? Yeah. And you know what? Um, I appreciate the sensitivity to it, but it's actually not painful for me to talk about it, um, anymore at all. It used to be when these things first happened, um, which I get into, I would never talk about them because it was too painful for several years. I couldn't talk about it, Mm -hmm. but, um, now it's almost like third person, like it's, it happened to me, but it's all being turned for good. So I'm okay with what has happened. And so basically the short story was I was in a near fatal accident when I was 15 and I was told I would never walk again. I had multiple surgeries to, um, correct the damage. I, um, almost died on several occasions. I can't tell you how many bones I broke in my body. Um, I finally did escape death and paralysis. And at 15 years later, I was diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, my God. But, yeah, but by the grace of God, I learned to survive that, too. And in doing so, you know, I really learned that my purpose was still to show others how not to give up. And so, um, for me, I was a fighter. You know, when you go through those circumstances, you kind of look at life like, okay, you're either going to fight through this challenge, um, and try to become better or be better than you were before, or you're going to let those challenges take you down and you're going to suffer and you're going to be sad and you're going to be miserable. And so, so is that something really, you were able to do at 15, Tiffany, have that kind of attitude? How, how did, how did that work as, as a teenager? Um, well, when I was 15, I had a really good attitude about it for a long time. I would until like emotional drama got into play because I was 15 you know you're in high school and you have boyfriends and things are falling apart all around you plus you don't know if you're going to survive so things were much more difficult in a way for me at 15 and so it did take me longer to recover from the accident um from almost dying from staph infection and you know being told that I would walk like a hunchback for the rest of my Mm. life. And then trying to digest that at 15 was devastating. And then finding a miracle doctor that corrected um, a great deal of the damage so that I could walk like a normal person. So that was, it was harder, but at the end of the day, it was my mom who gave me the tough love. Um, You know, after about two years of just 
misery and suffering and recovery. And she finally came to me and said, you know, Tiffany, you can walk. You can walk. Like you have your whole life in front of you. So figure out what you want to do in life and do it and stop feeling sorry for yourself. It was just that motherly tough love, you know, and I needed that. I really needed someone to come in and kind of, you know, swap me silly. And so I decided to focus my life on um, my career and what I wanted to become. And so I did that by first looking at the field of aesthetics because I knew if I could help myself look better from the damage that I suffered through, that would be, you know, very good for me. And two, if I could get paid to help others feel better about themselves, that would be even better. So I know that when you help transform someone's skin to be the healthiest it can be, you also help transform the person to be the best they can be. And I know that I transformed myself and it changed everything about my life, how I looked at life and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to help people. So I know that from walking that experience at such a young age and learning to transform my physical body, what it did for me emotionally, spiritually, and mentally, that's what I wanted to pass on to other people. So I expanded on my career and became a holistic health practitioner and decided that was the path I was going to take. It's going to help people understand you can overcome tragedy, you can come out better. And in the end, if you can share that experience with others to help someone else, then that's really the best thing ever. You know, that's the icing on the cake. So when you were 15, was this a a car accident you were in? Yes, it was. It was a car accident that um, we hit the center divider and I was thrown from the car onto the freeway through the windshield. And so I broke my back, my, in two places, my pelvic and five, my hip and five, my major um, internal damage. I was really on the verge of death before the ambulance even got there, for sure. And were the other people in the car severely injured as well? Um, There was five of us in the car and everybody else walked away. Oh my God. So, yeah, the car rolled across the freeway five times. Um, (gasps) But but by the grace of God, I will say um, they all walked away miraculously. So I'm very, very happy for that because it did happen to be my car and it was a defective tire that we had to blow out. So that's what happened is it was a really bad blowout. And um, my ex-boyfriend at the time lost control of the vehicle and we hit the center divider. Oh my God, that's crazy. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine going through that at all, but let alone at 15. And um, like, did you miss out on like prom and like the other things that your friends were doing at the time? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, When I first ended up in the hospital, I thought, oh, a couple broken bones, no big deal. I'll be you know, home in time for cheerleading and football games and homecoming and everything. And that was a very naive way of thinking because I was severely messed up and I didn't realize how close to never walking again I really was. Um, even today, the doctors, you know, say that it really is a miracle that I can walk because I have partial paralyzation to my colon and my lymphatic system. Like my body does not filter out toxins. And this is one of the reasons that I was so passionate about creating a skincare that um, does not have toxic chemicals in it, you know, no carcinogens, hormone disruptors, or neurotoxins. Would you feel open with us telling us how your day is different than mine because of, the, because of those ch- internal challenges? 
Um, sure. I don't think probably my day is much different than yours because of those challenges, other than the fact that um, I do live in chronic pain. So, but, and I know that's what you're probably thinking, like, well, that's a big difference. <laughs> but I think for me, I have come to accept the pain and um, it is my reminder of my why I'm here, you know, to help mm. others see that there is beauty in life, even after tragedy. But I know that I have to stay um, healthy. I have to exercise. I have to meditate. I have to do, you know, my yoga and Pilates for sure. And I have to eat right. So I have to take better care of myself than probably the regular person who doesn't have the injuries and the things that I do. Um, Otherwise, I can't function, to be honest with you. Like, Honestly, one glass of wine, I'll feel like I had a whole bottle. Uh-huh. So obviously I don't drink a lot of wine, but um, things like that, you know, my liver in my, my organs don't function as strongly as the next person's. And so I'm constantly detoxing. I'm constantly um, trying to find the next thing that's going to really help reverse damage that was done in my body. But you know what, Jody? Out of all of those things, I don't feel sorry for myself. I don't. I'm not sad about it because, in all honesty, I didn't think I would still be alive at this age. I mean, I thought I was going to die very, very young age, um, and I almost did at 34 when I got stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, the doctors had me on major. Well, before the cancer, the doctors had me on like over five major pharmaceuticals to deal with all the chronic pain that I had mm. um, from from the accident because that was about 15 years later that I got the cancer. So around 28, they started loading me with pharmaceutical drugs and um, certainly took the pain away, but it did almost merely kill me in my opinion because my liver, again, could not filter those toxins. So I ended up with stage four um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And during that process, basically on my deathbed, you know, we did not have a choice to forego chemotherapy or anything like that. So we went ahead and did chemo because I was in the emergency room with a collapsed lung and another partially collapsed. I was literally hours away from dying. So we did radical chemo and radiation, but we also, my husband, Tony, now um, that I'm married to, we started researching holistic therapies. So we did a lot of holistic therapies. My cancer reversed itself in half the time it normally does um, in my condition. By the time I was done with the therapies, I continued the holistic course and I got off every pharmaceutical that I was on. I had more energy. I had more clarity in my mind. I had no, like now I wouldn't say no pain, but my pain was severely decreased because what I learned was how to eat foods that were anti-inflammatory. I learned how to take herbs that would help with a lot of the issues I had. And that was at 34 and I'm 47 and I don't take pharmaceuticals for anything now. I haven't since then. So to me, it's an absolute miracle that I can function and be as vibrant and healthy as I am with all of the issues that I have had and still have. And that I'm able to maintain it through diet and nutrition, clean living. And so for me, this is my passion to help teach people and share with people. And starting with skincare, because it's the largest organ of the body, you know, that you can live a full and vibrant life no matter what you're faced with. But it's 
how you look at life for one thing. If you're going to always be on the negative Nancy side or the glass is half empty side, then, you're, then you know, that's just something that you're always going to be dealing with. Negativity breeds disease. You have to start with a positive mind, you know. So I really believe in the full mind, body, spirit, you know. I believe in all of that. So it's got to be the whole package. You know, I'm... I'm thrilled to hear about the health that you experience now. And um, I, I can't even imagine what it's like to go through these tragedies. But when you were dealing with cancer, you know, here is a second tragedy, right? 15 years later, you're still very young. Um, and you said it was stage four. So, right, this is very scary. Um, how did you get your head in a place to think positively? Like, how does one do that when they're faced with that much fear? That's a really good question, Jody. Um, I can be really honest with you and tell you that the only way I was able to do that, because I was knocking on death's door, so they say, was my faith in Jesus. That is the only thing that I could reach to and try to make sense of what was happening to me at such a young age. I had just been newly married for one year to the love of my life. Um, when I had cancer, my mom had just died of stage four cancer a couple of years before. Mm. So my brother was absolutely devastated over losing, you know, his mom and now his sister who he's very close to. And not to mention that his girlfriend was shot and killed the night that I had found out I had stage four cancer. Oh my God. So we had, yeah, we had a lot of trauma in our family, um, focused, you know, at that time. And it was compiled one after the other. And, there was times when people didn't even know what to say to us. We had so much trauma going on in our family. And so there's nothing that anyone can say except let me pray with you. And so I had to gravitate towards my faith. I had to reach for something positive and look and try to find the answers there or else I wasn't going to make it. And I decided that if God was going to leave me here, then I wanted him to use me for something positive. You know, I prayed and I did say that. I was like, if you're going to leave me here, use me for something good. Make my life matter. If not, I was perfectly fine and willing to go home because at that time I believed this life was super hard and, you know, I had no problem leaving at that time except for the fact I was leaving my new husband and my brother who both would have been absolutely devastated without me. So I decided to fight and um, God decided to use me, I guess, for bigger things. Why were your lungs collapsed? Because my body was um, shutting down. Mm. I had fluid filled up from my, I had, I think I I don't even know how many liters, but like three or four liters of liquid throughout my body, and it was getting in my lungs. So I was drowning, basically. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Tiffany, this is... It was all cancer crazy and awful. And, um, you know, it's, um, really incredible that you were able to survive both of these things and, um, not just survive them, but, you know, have the headspace that you do now. Um, you know, we just spoke, you know, a few minutes ago about resentment over silly things like the messenger and the garbage and, you know, taking out the garbage. Um, and, you know, obviously this was the conversation I needed to have today to be able to like, you know, screw my head back on, um, be grateful for what I have. Um, you yeah. know, it's, it's what I find so astounding is, is the way that you're able to help people and, um, how willing you are to share your story. Um, you know, there's certainly 
people who've been through tragedy and they, they don't want to talk about it. And um, your willingness to yeah. share your story is very brave, but it's also really generous. Um, oh, thank how, you. how have people who have been going through similar tragedies been able to connect with you? Like, how do they find you and um, how, how do they, you know, get in touch with you? Um, normally, they would go to our website and they would email our support team and then our support team forwards the emails to me. Um, I specifically wrote a several books, one of which is called My Beauty Bible. And that one basically goes through everything that I did, um, my walk through everything physically, emotionally, and mentally, because people do say, how did you do it, Tiffany? How did you do it? And obviously, as I get busier and busier, I would love to handhold everyone, but I don't have the energy to do so and keep myself alive. So I wrote a book for that purpose because I want to help people. And so the Beauty Bible talks about how to take care of your skin from the inside out, you know, natural therapies and everything that I've done, it's all in there. Um, and of course it has the skincare and talks about that. Um, but everything from detoxing on herbs and eating right. And as I'm a holistic health practitioner too. So I did go to school for this as well because it became such a strong passion of mine to learn how to survive, not, not to survive to lengthen my life, but to thrive. I, if I'm going to be here, I want to survive. Right. I don't want to just be drugged out and stay alive, you know, that will kill me anyways, but I want to thrive in life. And so that's what I want to pass on to people. I know it's a miracle that I'm here today as it is, but more importantly, I think I've been left here to help inspire and help people believe that anything is possible if you really put your mind in the right mindset. So when you were going through these transformations of, you know, I guess, um, leaving disease behind and moving forward in your life, were you actually taking notes on like what you were learning? How did you like get all the stuff together to be able to compile this in a book? Um, well, just through going to school and, you know, if I would write research papers for school or whatever, I would translate it into blogs and just start making notes of everything or people throughout the years as a holistic health practitioner would say, Hey, I have this situation going on. What can I do for this? So I would write up a protocol for them. And so just a lot of studying, honestly, just through my notes and mm -hmm. work and school and compiling everything. And I put it all in a book. Now I put every book that I think is the best book that people should read um, in that beauty Bible. So it's like my reference guidebook and I am actually changing it into a type of a book where it'll have a one week plan. And each week you can walk, um, week by week through a program that will make it very simple for you. Cause people get overwhelmed when they're like, Oh my gosh, I have to do all these things. Tiffany. I can't do all these things. And I'm like, okay, well, can you start with one thing? Can you drink more water, you know, can, for one week? Can you take cell salts for one week? Can I make, I'm trying to make it really, really simple for people. And remember, this is a lifestyle change. This is not an overnight quick fix. It's not your 12-week um, lose 50 pounds right. program, though you will lose weight and feel better and, you know, get your mind about you and be more vibrant. All of those things will happen, but you don't have to do it overnight. I've also been a personal trainer and certified through the American Board for Anti-Aging for Sports Medicine. And I've done a lot of the 12-week programs, get your body in the best shape. You know, I've trained people that have 
actually placed in different um, physical contests and done really well for bodybuilding and that type of thing. But that is not the norm, and people can't stay with those programs. So this is not about looking good in the mirror. That is only going to get you so far. This is about truly being healthy from the inside out. And how do you do that? You do that one step at a time with one simple protocol at a time that you can stick to. I'm and just keep doing it every day. I'm glad you acknowledged how overwhelming this could be. You know, um, a lot of people are trying to make daily changes in their lives just for general health. You know, not necessarily are they faced with, you know, life-threatening disease, yeah. but they're just trying to like just do better, right? But the world feels so out of control mm-hmm. around us. Like how can we just you know, do a little bit better for our bodies. Um, but it is really, yeah. it, it's intense and overwhelming and confusing and, yeah. um, you know, uh, probably leads directly back to the Hershey bar because it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like taking on That's a challenge exactly right. that you feel like you need a four year education in to be able to even understand what to do next. And, you know, different yeah. news reports, right. Like conf- conflict each other. Right. So I love this idea of like once a week tackling one small thing, right. Um, a little mm-hmm. at a time, um, I actually yep. worked with someone to um, just sort of like kind of do a reboot for me in terms of what I was eating and drinking. And, um, you know, it was just like for a few weeks, but I eliminated sugar and extra salts and, you know, just kind of simple things that yep. didn't feel so overwhelming. And it made me realize, yep. oh my God, like how much salt I, c- I usually consume and I don't even realize it, mm-hmm. right? Um, how yeah. much sugar I consume and I don't realize it. And um, But it was like a, just a little bit, like it was literally like three things I needed to do to make adjustments and it opened my Absolutely. eyes. Absolutely. Um, and just finding the switch, like people think I can never use sugar again. Well, there's things out there that are really good, like for instance, the you may have heard of this one or a lot, I'm sure a lot of your readers have, but just like sugar, it's called just like sugar. You can get out whole foods and I sort of taste exactly like sugar. And it's good for people who, you know, are diabetic and it helps with fiber and it, it's amazing. So it's just learning what to change out the bad form that will replace it with something that's good for you. And once you learn, okay, I can still have the things I love, but I have to have the healthier version of them then um, it's a much easier switch. I don't feel like anything that I do, I hinder myself. And when I do want to go out and have a piece of chocolate cake, I will because 95% of the time I'm doing everything perfect and I still want to enjoy my life and live life. And when I'm out with my friends and they're eating everything that I normally would never eat, you know, I'm going to go ahead and indulge because otherwise then I feel like I am sacrificing so much that it becomes depressing and you don't want to be in that field either. So there's a balance to it and you just know you have to go back and live that clean lifestyle, but you can still go out and celebrate life at the good times too. Yeah. Sugar is the most challenging thing for me because um, if I take a break from it and like, I mean, added sugar, like obviously there's sneaky sugar that I probably don't even know is there, but doing my best with added sugar. And, um, I go off of it and then I'll have some and it's like really like a drug. Like the minute I have some, I need more. And then next day I need it again. And it's incredible what a powerful mm-hmm. urge it is once sugar, you have it. Yeah. Sugar is really addicting and it's super hard to get off of. And I really, Jody, just please go try get some just like sugar at Whole Foods and try it in your coffee 
of course, organic coffee or mushroom coffee. I hope you're drinking. But um, I don't even know. drink coffee. <laughs> no, well, there you go. You I, I, don't have to. But um, <laughs> mushroom coffee is actually really good for you if you like that. But if you use it in your tea or your cereal, you know, whole grain cereal, whatever, get some just like sugar on the things that you can even bake with it. And they have just like brown sugar. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Cool. Exactly well, we didn't like we it. didn't know we were going to give just like sugar a commercial plug today, but I will definitely try it. Um, okay, right? Maybe <laughs> we should call them and let them know. <laughs> so, with the few minutes we have remaining, let's just shift gears a little bit and talk about skincare. Um, you know, you talked sure. about why. You know, what motivated you to um, you know get certified and really understand the way skin works and health of skin from the inside out. Um, but you know, you're part of an incredibly cluttered marketplace, right? We are, there is not a want for more brands at this point. We've so there's so many out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, there's different messages, um, different brands doing different yeah. things. Um, but it's a lot to deal with. And, you know, I'm not a brand owner. I help brands. So, you know, what is it like right. for you when you're looking at the landscape, realizing there's so many brands out there talking to all these customers, how do you stay in your lane and stay focused? Um, that is a really good question because we've had conversations about this with our team going out, oh, the competition, the competition, you know, this and that. And at the end of the day, I have told my team and I've instructed them. So now they know and to a certain degree, I let them know I cannot focus on the competition. I can't focus on what's going on out there truly because at the end of the day, I believe that there's enough people in the world for everybody the only thing I stay focused on is what do I need to do for the day, for the hour, for this hour, today, what do I need to do to make our company the best it can be? How do I source the best ingredients that I can find to use in our products? So it's, for me, it's always about how do we make our company the best? What can we do to upgrade our packaging? What can we do to upgrade our ingredients? How can we have more high-performing results? It's always about make ourselves better and, you know, I love that one saying that um, a flower doesn't think about the flower next to it. Mm-hmm. It just blooms, mm-hmm. you know. It's not worried about the competition. It's just tr- It just blooms on its own. So if you're worrying about your competition, then you're worrying about the wrong thing. That's so interesting, um, this idea that the, f- the flower is not worried about what's around it, right? It's just focused on itself and... Um, just like the trees, mm-hmm. like the grass, right? They're not, they're not obsessed with each other. Yeah. They're just completely yeah. focused. Um, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's a really interesting point of view, like to really just think about like, how do I every day and every hour of my work day stay focused on my customers, my clients and give them the best that I can. Um, it's just mm-hmm. hard though. You know, there's so much noise, like, should you be doing this on social? Should you be doing this in your marketing? Should you be spending money on yeah. this? Um, I, and that's true. And you have to do a little bit of all of that. Unfortunately, we are in a social media, you know, market today. And so, or fortunately you could say too, but you have to do a little bit of all of that. And you have to say what works for you, you know, keep your stats and see what works and do you do it again? Where do you spend your money? All of those things were just day in and day out, figuring out what's the best path for your company. You know, my best path for my company in the beginning was, obviously, I was an esthetician, so reaching out to my customers, doing facial parties from the ground floor, you know, getting the word out with their friends, and um, just really, again, focusing on that customer, what can I do to make it the best for them? And then also to get rid of the clutter, I would definitely say, like, you have to focus yourself. If you don't have a clear mind, 
and you're so wrapped up in the noise and the clutter, you can't see straight. And so you're not going to be able to see the trees through the field or whatever that saying right. is, you know? So you, know, it makes, you have to... Go ahead. I was just say you have to stay focused and centered in yourself too. Yeah, that makes me think about um, the definition of success. And I've definitely been like, my mind's felt really cobwebby um, for the past couple of days about, mm-hmm. um, you know, like... Am I defining my success? Am I letting other people define what success is? And I think that has a lot to do with being able to stay focused, right? Like if, you know, Mm -hmm. I I think on a basic level, my idea of success is that my business makes enough money where my team and I feel like we're really comfortable and we're not worried, but like, I don't need to be a a gazillionaire. Like it's not a priority because I want to work. I don't want to work in a hundred hours a week. Yeah. Um, So that's okay with me. Um, but I think a lot of times I let like the other, you know, the noise around me, like kind of start to, it starts to creep in mm-hmm. and like, kind of, um, I guess like create a filter around like what I really want versus what like everybody else seems to want. And I can't mm-hmm. move through it. I'm, I guess I'm not like seeing it clearly. And this conversation is helping me get there that like, there's uh, what other people want. And then there's. All right, y'all. Today is the day. Um, Keith? Um, sorry, Tiffany, I don't know if you heard that. There was some, some interruption in the audio. Um, so my point is, is that I think um, listening to you talk about like staying in your lane and stay focused um, is helping me understand that I've been actually very cobwebby. <laughs> and I've been listening to other people and other, other people's ideals of success and not, not really focusing on my own. smarter than yourself if you want to have a really good company, which I do believe I have done. I have a a phenomenal team. But at the end of the day, Jody, it's your vision. It's your heart. It's your baby. So no matter who I hire that may have been in the industry longer, you know, may have done more college or scoring, whatever it is, at the end of the day, I'm going with my intuition and I'm remembering my purpose and I'm going to focus on what I'm here for. And you kind of just have to say, this is really how I want it to be. And you, I don't know, sometimes you just have to make the hard calls and, um, you know, not get wrapped up on everybody else's opinion because everybody's going to have an opinion. And then it gets a little bit hard to decipher what the best opinion is. And that's when you just go with your gut on what you want it to be, you know? Yes, this is... Um, you have, you have, sorry, God. That's right. You have a great company and I know that you already do that. And I know you're growing to that level where you and I both, and we've talked about this, like trying to let go to let our team, you know, take the reins so we can actually survive this process. That's hard too. (laughs) Yes. I think maybe that's a, I'm getting a little muddied. Maybe my hands are getting a little too mixed up in some of the work. Um, I'm not focusing on myself and what I really need. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just it's, it's, this, this is a conversation I needed to have today. So thank you, Tiffany. It's incredible. Um, thank it's, you. it's actually all the time that we have t- today. So I want to thank you again for sharing your wisdom with us and for, thank you for having me, of course. And for our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this interview with Tiffany. Please subscribe to our series on iTunes and for updates about the show, please follow us on Instagram at Base Beauty Creative Agency. And of course, just like we said earlier, go try Just Like Sugar at Whole Foods. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jody, so much. Thanks, Stephanie. 
Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.